morning, good afternoon, and good evening, you beautiful fucking people. I am Big Daddy Austin. And I'm BJ Bruce. This is two dudes making big moves. Your one-stop shop for sports news and views. So this is going to be episode 15 of the podcast. In episode 15, we're going to be looking at our top 10 tight ends of all time. We're going to be giving our opinions and thoughts on that. Uh, and then we're just going to kind of go from there. Are you down for that? Uh, let's fucking go, baby. Let's do this thing. Uh, you got some breaking news for me? Uh, breaking news, Le'Veon Bell cut from the Jets. Uh, the question is, where is he going to go? Is he going to go to a Super Bowl contending team or a team that, you know, needs a little help? Um, next thing will be Melvin Gordon. Uh, got a DUI charge. Uh, Broncos don't know if they want to play him. I, 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 well, let's start off with Melvin. I mean, what are you doing in that situation? Like, why Why would you put yourself you're, – you're the leading back in Denver who's doing fairly well this season. You can potentially get a big payout because I think you're only on a two-year deal. You go, you go and do something stupid like that. I mean, what are you doing? Money makes you go mad. I, I guess so. And then for Le'Veon, it's like – he, he he's free finally. Um, the crazy thing is that he can sign wherever he chooses. Yeah. So I mean, that, that, do you have anybody in mind who you think would be a good fit? I, I think Cardinals would be great. I mean, to replace what Kenyon Drake was like supposed to be at the beginning of the season, I think Le'Veon could fill that role, and I feel like he could be a great addition to that team and help them out. I think that the Bears would be a good option. Uh, maybe like a dual wheeled set in over there. They could, you know, just put in uh, David Montgomery for goal line stances and stuff like that. Um, and Le'Veon be their future back. I could also see him um, in uh, maybe the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. Well, I guess Chiefs is a big one too. Yeah, people are saying that, but I mean they have a uh, Clyde, but I don't know if they want to run two. Uh, but like you know, also like why why Chargers? I just because Chargers, I mean Austin Eckler is out, but we did see them. Um, so basically, go we, back to we, where he we came from. We, what's happening? basically go back to where he came from? What do you mean? He came from the Chargers. No, he came from the Steelers. Oh, I, I was talking about uh, Melvin Gordon. I was thinking about Melvin Gordon. My bad. No, no, no. Melvin Gordon's will stay on. The yeah, no. they just don't know if they're gonna play. Him. We're talking about Le'Veon here, and I think the Chargers because you know they could do what they did. They could put Austin Eckler back into his like uh, running back two position, and then have Le'Veon as a feature back, like what they did with Melvin and Austin Eckler. I mean, that's where Austin Eckler shined last year. Yeah. It's because he was uh, the second running back. So I don't know. Maybe I can see him there. There's a lot of places they could go. It's his choice. Um, I think he's gonna go to contender though. So. Um, yeah, I mean, he just I, at this point in his career, you just, you just want a Super Bowl, right? Yeah, honestly, I mean, I don't think he really cares about the big bucks. I mean, he already got the big bucks when he was in uh, Pittsburgh, and then he got some big bucks with the Jets. He's getting paid what thirty million for the rest of his contract on the Jets. Exactly, and we saw how I mean, when when money leads you to a team, you see how that kind of works. Sometimes it doesn't work in your favor most of yeah. the time. Yeah. So. um now we're going to be getting into our top 10 tight ends of all time. Just remember that this is our opinion. Nothing, uh, or excuse me, this is very much our opinion. Um, we are younger adults, so this might be uh, tight ends that are more recent than ever. Um, but I think a lot of the top tight ends have been recent. Yeah, I think we've grown up in an age where we've seen the best tight ends ever play. Yeah, I mean, the tight end position has very much evolved. Since back in the day, especially in the 2000s, and even today, we're seeing tight ends being used more than ever in the game. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, I think there, there, there's 
many good tight ends and there's many good tight ends that have already played, but there's still a bunch more tight ends, you know, like Travis Kelsey, George Kittle that are playing today who, who, who might crack this top 10 eventually when their career set. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So um, let's get into our honorable mentions. Who you got. Honorable mentions. I got uh, Mike Ditka, you know, the staple of Chicago bears, uh, Dave Casper and Heath Miller. Heath Miller is a little bit shocked, but I mean, you know, fuck it. I mean, he's on the, he's on a pro Bowl ballot this year, right? I, yeah, I believe so. I mean, not the greatest tight end ever, all, like ever, but, you know, he was still there for the Pittsburgh Steelers when they needed him, and that's what counts. My honorable mentions, I'm looking at people recently more like uh, Dallas Clark. I'm looking at, you know, Dallas Clark was the, kind of a staple uh, in Peyton Manning's career. I'm looking at people like Jimmy Graham, who was really great in his first couple of years in New Orleans. He was okay in Seattle and then in Chicago, so, you know, he's still – that big body you want in the tight end, and he's getting it done in the red zone. Uh, and another one would be Greg Olson. I mean, he played three years on the Bears, eight years on the Panthers, where you know people really recognize him from. And he is just—he's consistent. You know, he's been doing that ever since he was in Chicago through Carolina, and now he's with the Seahawks. So we'll see where the rest of his career takes from here. He's only been playing for 13 years. Uh, we'll see where he goes from here. Uh, now we're going to be looking at the top 10. Who cracks your number 10? I got Greg Olson, actually. Okay. 13 seasons in the league, 8,444 yards, 59 touchdowns. He was the first tight end to record three consecutive 1,000-yard seasons. I mean, yeah, I mean, so when you think of Greg Olson, he's the Panthers guy. Yeah, he played on a couple teams, but, I mean, his biggest staple was on the Panthers with, you know, um, uh, fucking he had Cam Newton out there. I mean, that's where they really – that's where they were big. Um, and he was that – that was he was that reliable – target that cam newton had right um yeah not many t- touch i'm 59 touchdowns i mean that's not a lot but that's also not a little you know what i'm saying Eight thousand yards i mean that that's cracking it for quite a bit for tight ends uh yeah i mean like i said before he's he's just kind of that guy over there uh in carolina is where he made most of his money uh number 10 i had dave casper uh, he played for the Raiders, the Houston Oilers, and then the and Minnesota back in the day. Um, he won a Super Bowl with the Raiders. He was kind of that first tight end to really make a scene because uh, he played in the 1970s. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he he's like one of the original tight ends, and he's kind of what made that position, you know, fun and great. Mm-hmm. So that's who I had in my number 10. All right. Number nine, I got uh, Vernon Davis. He's got a Super Bowl win. He's played 14 seasons. Uh, I believe he literally just retired. Um, Eight thousand, uh, no, sorry, seven thousand five hundred sixty-two yards and sixty-three touchdowns. The reason why I put him ahead of Greg Olson is because you know uh, he's got a Super Bowl win, which I mean sometimes that's not all the players. You know that's you know could be because they have a great quarterback on their side, whatever. But I mean Super Bowl, Super Bowl. Uh, he's got more touchdowns. And he lasted another season than Greg Olson. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, he was just always like he like he's another that we watched growing up, and he was just in his early years he was electric. He was he was a small guy. He he honestly wasn't he wasn't necessarily big. He was a small tight end that he was he was there and he was he was a fun to watch. Right. Um. So for my my number nine, I had John Mackey. John Mackey even played, let me see, 
Yeah, he even played before Dave Casper there uh, in the 60s. So he was one of the originals, too. Um, he was a five-time Pro Bowler. He made 2019. He made the NFL Top 100 team of all time. Um, stats consisted of 5,000 receiving yards, 38 touchdowns. Uh, he also has his own college award, which John, the John Mackey Award is given to the best tight end in the uh, in college football. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he was also consistent back in the day. He only missed one game and during his 10-year career, playing during the 60s and 70s. So, I mean, if that's not, like, consistent and staying healthy with your body, I, don't, I mean, I don't know what is. To me, it seems like the older tight ends back in the day, that it was all blocking tight ends. And now, like, you know, it started moving into receiving tight ends when you got, like, you know, Especially like when it came to like Antonio Gates or like Tony Gonzalez, like it started moving into these, you know, receivers. Right. Completely agree with you there. Uh, which, which is still impressive to see some of these numbers from back in the day if they were black and tight. Yes. Yeah. So that was at my number nine. Uh, number eight, I got Jimmy Graham. Uh, he's still kicking, I believe. Yeah. He's still kicking on the Bears. Um, 11 seasons so far, uh, it's 7,800 yards. 74 touchdowns, which is absolutely insane. He's a red zone animal, so it explains why he's got that so many touchdowns because, you know, whenever they're in the red zone, especially we saw last uh, – it was last week, yeah, against uh, Tampa. He's got a yeah. touchdown and, like, a one-handed snag uh, on, like, very tight coverage. He's still getting it to this day, and I can see those numbers keep rising. I, I, honestly, I can see him getting over 80 touchdowns by the end of his career. How many does he have? 74. He's probably going to get that by the end of the season. No, I understand. Yeah, I mean, how much of his career does he really have a season, two seasons, really, um, before, like, he really starts tapering down? So he's definitely going to get over 80. Yeah, I mean, it's really just effective. I mean, the guy is 6'7". Yeah. It's just insane. He's getting a, he's an animal down there. 6'7", probably, what, like, 250? Yeah, I don't know. he's uh. He's big dude. <laughs> I mean, that one-handed Beast. snag. That, that's who you wanted to tie Oh, 100%. But that one-handed snag he got this past week, which shows his his athleticism and how, like, you know, he's still getting it after how many years. Still kicking in year 13. Yeah. 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 Uh, we're on number eight, yeah. right? Uh, my number eight is Mike Dicka. Okay. Um. You want to talk about one of the original tight ends. You talk about Mike Dicker, actually. Uh, played in the 1960s to early 70s. Played for Chicago, Philadelphia, Dallas. Won a Super Bowl with the Cowboys. Um, he, he, you know, like you said, I mean, there were blocking tight ends back in the day. He only got he had like 5,800 yards, 43 touchdowns. But he really, <clears throat> excuse me, before he was, you know, the coach of the Bears, I, this, he played football. He played tight end. And he was a staple for that Bears team that made him, you know, that put fear into people's eyes. Uh, Dick Buckus was the linebacker for the Bears back in the day. He brought fear on the defense. Mike Dicka was a tight end for the Bears. He brought fear from the yeah. offense. So, I mean, he, he's what made Chicago football, you know, fearful back in the day. And, and, and a great reason why um, they had so much um, exposure going into that 1985 Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Because he was a coach of it, too, so. Yeah. Number seven, I have uh, Ozzie Newsome. Uh, 13 seasons, almost 8,000 yards, 47 touchdowns. He got inducted to the Hall of Fame in 1999. Almost had two Super Bowls in his career, but the Broncos kind of fucked him over on that one. Um, 
you know, when the Broncos, they were on their little tear right there, they, you know, there was no stopping them. Uh, you know, he's another one of these old tight ends that, you know, back in the day they were, were they were blocker tight ends. But, I mean, showing, you know, the stats that he had with almost 8,000 yards and 47 touchdowns, that's kind of impressive. Yeah, I actually have him at my number seven as well. Um, you know, like you said, played during the – played – 78 to 90, so about three decades there. Um, yeah, I mean, what more can you say? I mean, he, <laughs> he played for the Browns, uh, lost to the Broncos in two Super Bowls. But I, I'm reading here that his football IQ was really what set him apart from these other tight ends, what made him so mm-hmm. good. You know, he could receive the ball, but he was also smart in, in, in getting downfield and getting open for his quarterback. And I, I, I was reading here that he is actually a general manager today, mm-hmm. so – I guess that IQ led him to something. Yeah, which so. I mean, I like seeing old players in like you know team management type spots, and especially with coaches and stuff like that. I think it's a great fit for them because they know the game and they know what they're doing. Depending, I mean, sometimes it could blow up. Well, I mean, face. you look at oh yeah, I guess you're right. You're right about that. But I mean, a lot of I mean, a lot of coaches now they were ex players. Yeah, but I they I mean they weren't star players. I mean they were you know here I played in college or I was a backup quarterback. Or whatever. Um, number six, I got a uh, Kellen Winslow. Nine seasons, sixty-seven hundred yards, forty-five touchdowns, and got the in the Hall of Fame in nineteen ninety-five. I mean, the guy he, he played for the, the Chargers, I believe, right? Or yeah, yeah, Chargers. Yeah. I mean, he's another one of those old guys that you know. Uh, again, the age was blocking and he was receiving. That's just how it worked. And I think that's that's really what – for me, I think that's what I went off of. I went off of, you know, yards for receiving and stuff like that. I didn't really go off of anything other than that. Like, you have the old-time players like Dick and stuff like that. I went off receiving, and he was the player that actually, you know, he stood out to me. Yeah. Um, you said number yeah. six, right? Yeah, so number six, I have Jason Witten. Yeah. Um, been playing. I mean, the guy's been playing since '03. Yeah. Um, he's been with Dallas his whole career. I, I he he retired for a year in 2017 or after 2017. Came back, played for the Cowboys 2019 last year, and now I think he's, yeah, he's on the Raiders. Raiders right now. So yeah, I mean, it's just insane. I mean, the guy has over 13,000 receiving yards, he's, uh, over 72 touchdowns. I would imagine now. Um. I mean, he, he talk about consistent. I mean, the guy's made eleven Pro Bowls, two hundred and thirty-nine games. I mean, he he really is what you know made uh, him and Tony Romo for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, you know, late two thousand or late two thousand, early twenty tens. Yeah. You know, he, he just made it fun to watch, and you know, he was he. I, I, I he, Greg Olson is comparable. Yeah, I mean, to him they're both because, that reliable you know, big body targets. Exactly, and they would they, see they're not just uh, like a Jimmy Graham who's kind of almost ex- uh, exclusively a red zone mm-hmm. kind of guy. You know, you you put him in, you know, on your own twenty yard line, and you're gonna take him down the field. It's not Jimmy Graham where you know he's gonna be in and out every play, and you put him in, you know, when you're by the mm-hmm. red zone. These guys play the yeah. whole series, so that was just fun to watch. Right. Number five, I got Gronk. Uh, three Super Bowl wins. Um, he's still kicking after nine seasons. He's on the Buccaneers right now. Not doing as what we thought we were, he was going to do. We also team with they got you know three other tight. They got three tight ends on that team that are just you know 
they're good tight ends. So, I mean, he's not going to get every fucking play. They got receivers up the ass. That's just what happens. Um, he's got right now 7,800 yards, 79 touchdowns. Uh, unfortunately, injuries have held him back in his career. So, that's why, you know, he. I mean, only nine seasons he's got 79 touchdowns. That's, like, that's pretty good. But, I mean, he really could have had more if injuries weren't there. It, it reminds me of, like, you know, yep. Calvin Johnson with his injuries and stuff like that in his career. It kind of, like, slowed him down. Yeah, I mean, Gronk's still playing. Yeah, no, he's still playing, but he's not going to – I don't think he's going to be putting him as much, like the numbers he was in New England. Yeah, probably yeah. not. Still got Tom Brady, yeah. though. Uh, my number five, I had Calvin Winslow. Like you said, um, Chargers guy, uh, five-time Pro Bowler, three-time uh, first-team All-Pro. He made the NFL top 100 all-time team in 2019. Um I mean, a lot of, when you think of tight ends, a lot of the time back in the day, you, you think of Kellen Winslow. He's the guy that pops into many, many people's mm-hmm. minds. Um, you know, he was that featured tight end uh, in the 80s where he, you know, caught a lot of passes. Uh, went for yards, like you said. You know, a lot of guys were blocking back in the day, but he was going for yards over 6,700 yards uh, and then 45 touchdowns. I mean, <clears throat> uh, what else can you say? This guy was physically tough he was mentally mm-hmm. tough so um, i think he has, a, he has a son doesn't he? i think yeah he, yeah, played, he, he played uh, kind of the jets or something like that i think it was or it was something like that yeah i mean, I mean he's probably is he's probably no, not playing he's now not. is he but i believe he's done yeah, years I mean, ago it's in, yeah well you're not yeah, number four i got jason witten uh 16 plus seasons still kicking it uh 13,000 yards, like you said, 72 touchdowns. And, like, he was, like, you know, the start, he was that last old school tight end. He was a blocker. And then, like, you know, he transitioned to more receiving tight end. Um, and he is basically guaranteed to Hall of Fame after he retires after that five-year waiting period. Uh, yep. It's going to be, you know, fun to see what he do. I mean, especially the Raiders, they're doing good right now. It's going to be fun to see if he can actually get a, you know, a ring with them because he couldn't with the Cowboys. So mm-hmm. if he can get one with the Raiders, I think, you know, the question is, will he be known for his Raiders with the Super Bowl or known for playing with the Cowboys? Uh, I, I I don't see the Raiders winning the Super Bowl. I'm saying Super Bowl. if, you know, if. If they did win the Super Bowl, I think that people are going to remember him. on. It depends what he does in the Super Bowl. I mean, if he, if he doesn't play the Super Bowl. I mean, really, Darren Waller is that number one tight end over there, so he's not really doing anything. But he's still there enough. Is he more yeah. momentum? Which I mean, that's great, you know, for Darren Waller to have. Oh, it's it's great. And he, I believe, he's second for tight end yards, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, thirteen thousand. Yeah, yeah. For my number four here, I had Shannon Sharp. Uh, Shannon Sharp played for the Broncos. Uh, in two different eras. He played in the 90s, and then he played 2002-2003. Uh, he played for Baltimore, uh, you know, eight-time Pro Bowler. He won three Super Bowls, two with the Broncos, one with the Ravens. Uh, I mean, he he was a winner. What can you say? I mean, he was kind of a hero when it came to John Elway's career a little bit, uh, saving him in many ways, and he was big, super, big in the Super Bowl, big in the playoffs. He was kind of what we're seeing today with these – Oversized wide receivers, oversized natural wide receivers that are put at the tight end position. You know, you could say that for people like 
Waller, Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, you know, they're really oversized wide receivers, but they're playing the tight end position because they can also block with their big bodies, you know? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, he's at my number four. Um, There's really nothing else to say about that. You got number three. Number three, I got Shannon Sharp. Uh, Like you said, he was that – he was basically an oversized wide receiver, and he was that, like, you know – that like I think he was the first head end to break ten thousand yards, I believe. Had to have been. Yeah, I believe so. Sixty-two touchdowns. Uh, got introduced to the Hall of Fame in two thousand eleven. He was great for the Broncos. I mean, won two Super Bowls. He won a Super Bowl, two Super Bowls with the Broncos, right? And then one Super Bowl for Ravens. Or yeah, with the Ravens yeah. in the late, early two thousands. Yeah. So I mean, he was that reliable guy. I mean, he's, and I mean, uh, now he's just flaunting around those rings with three of them, right? <laughs> Most head ends don't got that other than Gronk. Right. Um, so, move on to – so, that was my number three, right? That was my number three. You have to use. Uh, number three, I have Antonio Gates. Okay. Uh, he played for 15 seasons with the Chargers. Uh, I mean, we were we were able to watch him play. Yeah. Where we, yeah. So, I mean, if you ever watched him, I mean, he was fun to watch. He was definitely a red zone threat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not saying he wasn't. He was. He was dual wield. I mean, he was a red zone threat, but he would also play the whole series, and he would kind of act almost as a tight end. For, I mean, he's really what helped Philip Rivers' career. Yeah. I mean, they were you know inseparable together. Uh, eight-time Pro Bowler. He had 955 catches for almost 1,200 yards, 116 touchdowns. Yep, that leads all his most all time. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, this, this guy would score. He's just, I don't know. He's he's insane. You know, once again, probably an oversized wide receiver because he's with the 116 touchdown catches, he's sixth on the career list for all players. Mm-hmm. That's including wide receivers. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's just incredible to think about. Yeah. I mean, so uh, number two, I got Antonio Gates, but like he was uh, him and then my number one, they were the basketball players in, you know, high school, whatever, that transitioned to tight end of football. And I think that's like, that helps. You're that big body presence or whatever. I mean, you're, you can, grab anything that's in your you know vicinity and Antonio Gates he was electric to watch I believe he is the reason why Philip Rivers had such a successful career in you know with the Chargers um you know 116 touchdowns that's fucking insane for a tight end I don't know if we're gonna see a tight end get like that for a while yeah yeah I mean you're right there I can see a lot of tight ends I mean there's like we said a lot of tight ends in today's game that very well could crack this list yeah. uh, at one point or another. Yeah. Um, so there's that. I, I mean, mean, how many touchdowns does Travis Kelsey have? He has, I think this is as of last year, like 37 touchdowns. See, and what is he going into his fourth? Is this his fourth season? Or is it going to like his fifth or sixth? Uh, whatever. I mean, I mean, you still got George Kittle and everybody. But here's the thing Travis Kelsey started in 2013. He didn't have Pat. He only had Patrick Mahomes the last two seasons. Yeah, yeah, I understand it, but he also he started with Alex Smith when it, like Alex Smith was good. Yeah, but, but he wasn't you know that relevant back then in 2013. He really started gaining his relevancy in 2015-16. I guess you're right. I mean, most of these guys, I, was, I was about. I say most of these guys they started when they like they started getting big once they got into the league. Right, they started off the rift. I mean, he took a little took a couple seasons, which is fine. Um. You know, but I mean, well, now we got Patrick Mahomes, so we'll see how that yeah. goes. Um, you know, same thing for George Kittle, but I don't know how Jimmy G is going to be going over there either. But yeah, 
Uh, number two, I had Rob Gunkowski. I mean, this is him and TB are just, you know, inseparable. <laughs> Tom Brady goes to, you know, Tampa. Gronk is like, I want to get, tra- I'm coming back because he retired at one point. Yeah. I'm coming back. I want to be uh, with Tom again in Tampa Bay. It's not the prettiest over there right now, but I mean, their time in New England was just absolutely magical. Yeah. It, it was it was Tom and Gronk first the world. I mean, there was Edelman there. I mean, they had Amendola for when Amendola was good. I mean, they had other pieces, but you know, Gronk was that guy. Right, right, right. And it's like, you know, he's he's been he's been playing since twenty ten, so about you know nine seasons. Um, he has, yeah, like you said, oh, probably over seventy eight hundred yards, over seventy nine touchdowns. I mean, he if he keeps going like all these other tight ends are going, you know, for like 13 Harvard years, yeah. he's only been in the league for eight yeah. years. I mean, he could definitely crack a lot of these records. Problem is his injuries, though. That, that's the thing. That's what's keeping him away from this number one spot, I think. Um, and it's, all, it's also interesting that he cracked the NFL top 100 all-time team He's only been playing for eight years. I mean, that this is just incredible. Um, He's going to end up, you know, one of those tight ends that will go down as, like, you know, a tight end that you look up to as a kid. Right, right, right. And I think that that's why he's at my number two position. I mean, he's just – Tom Brady needed a clutch pass. He threw it up to Gronk. He's most likely going to come down with it, especially in the playoffs and in Super Bowls. That's where, that's where I think that clutch factor comes mm-hmm. from. And that's why he's so high on my list. It's just that, you know, he was clutch. You throw it up to him, he's going to come down with it. The reason why I only had him at five is because of his injuries. That's the reason why. It's really slowed him down. And, you know, after his time with the Patriots, he retired. And I think, you know, kind of uh, lost. It hurt him a little bit. Yeah, it really did. I think, you know, if he would have stayed with it, he could have been fine. But I think, you know, the injuries just got over. He just wanted to go have fun now. I think he was, you know, it kind of hurt him coming back. Yeah, all that part. Yeah, gets. <laughs> uh, I think we can both agree on number yep. one here. Uh, big Tony Gonzalez. Yep, Tony. Sixteen Jay. seasons in a league, fifteen thousand yards, one hundred eleven touchdowns. I mean, he ended up five shy of you know the number one of tied for number one with Antonio. I mean, Antonio passed him because you know Antonio came after Tony Gonzalez. But uh, twenty nineteen Hall of Fame. This guy was absolutely amazing. We got to see him a little bit then in his career, you know, with the Falcons and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. We we were able to watch him on the Falcons for a couple of years there. I mean, he, him and Matty, Matt Ryan, towards the end of his career there, you had a young Matt Ryan and, a, and an older Tony G. I mean, that was, that was, that's a perfect setup yeah, this, this especially was, to get Matt Ryan's career off. It was like Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, like prime right there when they when Tony Gonzalez, when we got, when we got to watch him. And it really helped, you know, Matty Ice's game with Tony Gonzalez. I think that's why, like, you talk about Matty Ice, you think, like, he's a – he's one of those, like, elite quarterbacks, you know, look – like, look past this season, you know, the fucking – this season doesn't show shit. But, I mean, he is one of those elite quarterbacks, and I think it's because of Antonio Gonzalez. Not, not right, I think Tony really Gonzalez. Good. Yeah, I think he got his career off the, off the ground a little bit. You know, I, I'm, I'm looking at something interesting here. So Tony Gonzalez got fifteen thousand yards and one hundred eleven touchdowns in two hundred and seventy mm-hmm. games. Antonio Gates had one hundred and sixteen touchdowns in two hundred thirty six <laughs> games. So thirty four less games than Tony Gonzalez with five more ca- touchdowns. That, that just goes to show how you know effective Antonio Gates was. Yeah, I mean, so Antonio and Tony Gonzalez—they were both those you know the basketball players that switched over. And I, 
maybe that's the move. I mean, you got the two top tight ends in the – I mean, for me, opinion, two tight ends ever play the game, they're both basketball players. Right. And, I mean, uh, it's just great to see how Tony Gonzalez – he was so good in Kansas City from 97 to, to 2008. But who can you say was really that good on that team offensive-wise that was on that – you know, who's on Kansas yeah, City? I mean, well, they had Alex Smith. Right. Back in the day. Well, to, wait, when did Tony Gonzalez play to, uh, on the Chiefs? 2008. He played to the Chiefs until 2008? Tony Gonzalez did, yes. Really? I thought he was on the yeah. Falcons earlier before that. No, he's on the Falcons in 09. Huh. Well, okay. I, yeah, Alex Smith was there. I believe. I was believe. He? No, I don't. I think, no, I think you're. Or am I losing it? I think you're 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 pulling a Tom Brady right now. Fuck out of here. <laughs> no, yep, he was on the Niners. Uh, oh, I forgot Alex Smith was on the Niners. I forgot about that. Yeah, he got drafted by the Niners. He went first overall. Holy I forgot shit. Alex Smith was on the Niners. Honestly, I forgot all about that. I thought it was Chiefs, and then you know now this shit. No, Chiefs was thirteen to seventeen because he got replaced by uh yeah Patty. I think dementia's who was before again. uh Alex Smith then. The Chiefs. On what? Chiefs quarterback. I think at one point they had no Matt Moore was recent. Um let's see who we got here. Uh Trent Green, early two thousands. Uh Matt, Matt Castle was, was in there for a little bit. I mean they, they were struggling. They're like the freaking Broncos right now. They're no, they were like the quarterbacks. That's just what was happening over there. Um, but I mean, it's still, I mean, Tony Gonzalez, he is that number one tight end. I don't, I honestly, I can never, I, I don't, I've never seen anybody disagree with that. Yeah. I mean, it's really hard to, I'm, I mean, unless, you know, they think they're, they're a fan of the Chargers or something or a big Gronk fan. But I mean, it, it, it's just, we have to agree on Tony Gonzalez yeah. here on number one. So, I mean, that wraps up the list. You got to, no, nope, that's people? it. All right. Well, uh, this is Big Eddie Austin. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you guys follow us on all of our socials. Instagram is uh, at Two Dudes Making Big Moves. Our Twitter is at Two Making. Make sure you guys share with a friend and give us some feedback on all of our socials. It really means a lot to us. Thank you guys so much for listening and see you guys on Saturday.